Welcome to In Clear Terms with AARP California. Conversations on issues impacting Californians of all ages. Here's your host, Theon Gordon. Welcome to In Clear Terms with AARP California. Join us as we dive into issues and policies that impact Californians of all ages, but particularly older adults, and learn how you can connect with AARP to make our state more livable for all. I am an AARP volunteer and your host, Dr. Theon Gordon. Today, we are joined by Josh Dunning, Vice President and National Director of AARP's Driver Safety Program, and Marv Cohn, State Coordinator for AARP Driver Safety in California. Josh and Marvin, welcome to the show. During today's episode, we are going to dive into one of AARP's unique offerings, the Driver Safety Program. This research-based curriculum helps drivers stay current with driving laws and technologies in their vehicles. So before we begin, I'd like to ask both of you to introduce yourselves a bit more. Josh, let's start with you. What is your role at AARP? I'm the vice president and national director of AARP Driver Safety, and I lead our staff and thousands of volunteers nationwide to deliver our driver safety education. Fantastic. Thank you for that, Marvin. I'm the state coordinator and also an instructor. As an instructor, I teach at least one course each month to a group of 15 to 25 participants. As state coordinator, my responsibility is to have the state working in a, an effective manner. And this involves enlisting other instructors, organizing meetings, having state meetings, and the like. Okay. So now that we know who Josh and Marv are, let's dive in with the main question. What is the AARP Driver Safety Program? Josh, can you tell us? Sure. Well, it's a number of things. I'll start where we started, which was in 1979. AARP began developing what was our 55 Alive Driver Improvement Course. Um, since then, we've developed a number of programs that support drivers and riders to become knowledgeable and confident and independent around their communities. I'll touch on a couple of our core offerings. First, what is now our driver improvement course, which is AARP Smart Driver. This is our flagship program offered in person, nationwide and online, and in English and Spanish. It also, most drivers that attend and save on their insurance after they take the course, which is a big value to many, many people who attend our courses. A couple of the programs we operate, another is CarFit. This is a free in-person education program. Drivers arrive in their vehicles and they make sure they're fit comfortably and safely in the vehicle. Um, things like the maximum distance from their steering wheel or above their steering wheel for visibility. Uh, that's a partnership we work with AAA and the AOTA, which is American Occupational Therapy Association. And we've done this since 2005. Another program we have is We Need to Talk, which is a free program that helps family caregivers and families have conversations about when it might be time to limit or stop driving. Vehicle technology is changing a lot. We also have AARP Smart Driver Tech, which helps people understand the new technology, safety technology that's in vehicles. 
and that's a free program as well. And our newest offering is AARP SafeTrip. This is a mobile phone app that helps drivers monitor and understand their driving behaviors, things like speeding and braking and phone use, and rewards them for good driving, which we're very excited about. Oh, that does sound exciting. I only knew about the driver safety program that I could take the class and turn it in and get a discount on my insurance. Now you've told me about so many others. So tell me, who can take these courses and is there a cost associated with them? How does it work? Yeah, our courses are open to everyone. They were designed with the drivers 50 and older in mind, focusing on things that they're most likely to encounter, but open to everyone. The techniques we teach are applicable to all drivers from 16 to 100. And most of our programming is free, though AARP Smart Driver, which is our flagship program that most people will save on their insurance, that course is $20 for AARP members and $25 for non-members. Okay, that's great. I'm going to ask you one more question, Josh, before I jump into asking Marv some questions. Why does driver safety matter? Well, I think we would all agree we want to get to wherever we're going safely, and we want to have the confidence to go there the next time. And there are steps we can all take to make sure we're knowledgeable and prepared to improve our safety. And some of those things are decisions we make infrequently, like buying a safe car. And some of them are decisions we make every single time we get behind the wheel, like avoiding distraction and impairment or choosing which route to take. So by us all committing to be knowledgeable and prepared when we drive, that'll help keep us all safe. And driving has changed a lot in the time period that most people that attend our courses have been driving. Most folks who attend one of our programs, whether it's Smart Driver or Smart Driver Tech, have tremendous experience driving 30, 40, 50 years. But things have changed a lot. And most of the vehicles we drive and roads we drive on are different and safer than they were. But I always like to say that though technology has improved, the most important safety technology in the vehicle is still the driver. So us being prepared and knowledgeable to be safe on the road is, is critical importance to us, those that are driving and riding and walking and biking as well. Thank you so much. That's it's so important for us to know and to remind ourselves, actually, because of course we know that driver's safety does matter, but to remind yourself of what happens when we drive safely. So Marv, can you tell us a little more about the driver safety program that is in California? Yes. First of all, you have to understand that California has the largest population of older adults. As a consequence, we have a greater possibility of crashes taking place because as we grow older, we tend to have slower response time so that our reaction doesn't occur as quickly as it should. One of the things that we teach in the course is how to compensate and prepare for that. The fact that we stress change, that the fact that you've, your ability to respond has diminished so that you must be alert. So here in California, we have a wide range of climates, of people, and as a consequence, all of our instructors are keyed to the same program, that of working with our participants to make them safer on the road. Okay. I read that now you're a volu you volunteer as well. 
I read that more than 4,000 volunteers helped deliver the course through approximately 30,000 classroom courses each year across the country. Why did you decide to volunteer with the driver safety program? Simply because I thought I could do as well or better than the person I took the course from. And we speak to each of our participants, inviting them to become instructors. Here in California, we used to have over 200 instructors. As a result of the pandemic, our cadre of instructors has dropped to a little over 100. So we are all very anxiously enlisting new instructors. That's amazing. And just so many people that are involved and just fantastic. If I could, Dr. Gordon, I'd like to add one point there, just a a note to thank Mark for all of his work and the work he does to lead our volunteers is all of the programs that ARP produces and puts in the community have to be operated and delivered by volunteers. And so we rely on volunteers to do all of our programming and volunteers truly believe they are helping improve the lives of their neighbors by being safer and providing education and connection to things that are important to them. So I just can't be more grateful for all of the the work that Marvin and all of the other volunteers in California do for, for AARP driver safety. We wouldn't be doing any of this without their love and support and hard work. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, Marv. Thanks for leading that volunteer effort. And as we talk about that, what are some of the volunteer opportunities with the driver safety program in California? What can a volunteer expect? Okay, the number one opportunity is becoming an instructor. We have a very good training program to help volunteers become competent instructors. There's an online course plus meetings in person, and then working with existing instructors teaching part of the course. In addition to the instructing, we have other opportunities. In the CarFit program, we could use CarFit technicians to do that, to show people how best they fit into their vehicles. In the we-need-to-talk element, this is designed to deal with seniors who perhaps are at the cusp of no longer driving and how to handle that transition. One of the last elements in the regular course is that transition program, how to give up the keys and still be a mobile participating member of community. Wow, that must be difficult to actually give up those keys. When I heard you say that, it kind of hit me like, whoa, could I give up my keys? And understanding something like that would be pretty powerful. That it is. And I'm getting close to that myself. So for many of us, it has probably been several decades since we last took driver's education. And yet that driving experience is significantly different from even a decade ago. Changing vehicles, changing technology, uh, the road rules are changing. And then there's ever-changing roadways. I know I I get nervous on the roadways now when I see so many that have deep inclines or or declines. What are some of the tips from driver safety to help bring us up to speed? And this question will go out to either of you. There are lots of changes that are occurring, and so it's critical to stay up to date with them, both learning your laws in the state of California, but also um, the technology in your vehicles. But I'd like to call out three things that are a a focal point of the smart driver curriculum 
that were applicable long ago and still today. The one thing we teach is the, to always use a four second following distance behind the car in front of you. That helps you spot hazards and give you the opportunity to react. Um, that's critical and that's something that you should always practice. Another thing to always practice is making sure you fit properly, comfortably and safely in the vehicle. Things like the distance from the steering wheel being a minimum of 10 inches away from the steering wheel or having three inches above the steering wheel to see. Um, those help with visibility and minimize any injury if there should be a crash. And then the third thing I'll mention is about avoiding distractions. These days, many people are distracted by the technology in their vehicles. Often that's the phone they're holding that's distracting them. Phones can be a, a huge distraction, but so too can being confused about your route, having a conversation with a passenger, or adjusting the radio or other controls in the vehicle. So it's critical to stay alert and focused on the reason you're sitting there behind the wheel and driving. And, and those are three things I think that will be constant as long as drivers are, are driving vehicles. Okay, wonderful. Marv? I guess the biggest thing is teaching our participants to become, or continually to become aware of their surroundings. Uh, all of the items that Josh mentioned all go together to deal with the fact that when you're in the car, you are in control of this 3,000 or greater pound piece of metal and plastic, and you can do a great deal of damage. So that in order to prevent that, we stress very strong, very greatly, the need to be alert, be aware, understand the reaction time that it required between sensing a potential hazard and actually performing the braking or swerving, what have you. All of these are things that we go over in great detail in our classrooms, and we invite participants to share their experiences so that we make it meaningful for them. Those are important tips. Very, very important. It's interesting because as we get older, it can be difficult for us to accept that we may need to minimize or discontinue our driving privileges, some of the things you talked about earlier for safety reasons. I've read that discussions about a loved one's driving capabilities should take place among family members long before there's actually a problem. Do you have any advice for family members of loved ones who are preparing to have such a difficult conversation with their loved ones or an individual on their driving capabilities? Yeah, I can start. And Marvin, please jump in if you have other thoughts to add. It is a difficult challenge. Most of us will outlive our ability to drive safely by seven to 10 years. And so most of us are going to have to figure out when is the right time to ad adapt to that and to make a change. And I think it's important for everyone to start by, if you, if you have a question about a loved one's driving, regardless of their age, because it's our health and our decisions that impact our safety. If you have a concern, start by riding with them. What you wanna look for are um, consistent evidence of warning signs. Some of those things may be a delayed response to unexpected situations like a construction zone or pedestrian, the unexpected pedestrian, becoming easily distracted, or maybe driving too slow or too fast for given road conditions. Those all may be signs that if you see over time continuing that may be demonstrating it's time for someone to make a change. And you're right that most people tell us that they prefer to have this conversation with someone they love, someone in their family where they feel safe and have opportunity to adjust to it over time. 
So start by talking with someone. If if you're concerned about their safety, work with them to figure out what they're worried about. Are there some adjustments they can make gradually over time that keep them safe? Some examples might be not driving at night or not driving in bad weather. Those are some adjustments that can help extend someone's safe driving years if visibility at night is a difficult challenge, as it is for all of us, frankly. Having that conversation over time helps everyone adjust. A couple of weeks ago, I was in Florida with a group of volunteers and someone shared with me a great a way of thinking about this. They had recently had surgery on their right ankle and they couldn't drive temporarily. And that was an experience for them realizing that that was a temporary limit on their driving. And they had to figure out how to plan to get around for that six or eight week period before they resume driving. But that was an opportunity for them to think about how to plan, find alternatives, use public transportation or friends give rides or ride sharing services that they could practice temporarily so they prepared for it when ultimately that time comes for all of us. In parallel to that, in my last class, I had a 94-year-old woman ask me, should she give up the keys? She asked me this at the very beginning of the class, and this was an eight-hour session, two four-hour periods. At the end of the second day, there was a, an element in our program which deals with that. We have, as part of the guidebook that we provide for all of the participants, a section which allows you to measure your own capabilities as a driver and determine whether it is time to give up driving. And I pointed that out to her and let her know that she could make that decision by using this guide as a yardstick. And uh, frankly, from the way she moved, I'm hoping that she will find another way to get around rather than driving. I was a little concerned about her being another car on the road. Oh, I I love that story. And Marv, just understanding and people coming in and asking those questions. I just wanted to ask you, what's been your favorite experience so far as a volunteer? I guess the look on the participants' face when they realize, my God, that's the right way to do it. And I've been doing it wrong all these years. And every once in a while that does occur. Particularly, we explain to them what the best way to set their mirrors to reduce the blind spot to the smallest possible time. And most most people don't do that correctly. And I use that as a homework assignment on the eight-hour course, which I teach in two four-hour sessions. That comes at the end of the first session. I give them that assignment to reset their mirrors and come back the next session and tell me about it. Most of them say, my, it's uncomfortable, but I do find that it's better. So I've got a winner. All right. That's great. And where can people go for information on how to sign up to be a volunteer? Aha. Go to aarp.org slash volunteer now. That particular website will have an immediate connection to our volunteer format that you can fill out. That information will immediately go to our state chief trainer, who will then interview that person and start them on their way to becoming an instructor. Oh, that's great. AARP.org forward slash volunteer now. 
So that is a wonderful place to go and get started. And Josh, how does the Smart Driver Program stay up to date with the fast-changing technology? And how do we get in touch with how to do that? Yeah, things are changing quickly. And there are a lot of change, but it's all good for us, right? Vehicles are becoming safer and roads are becoming safer. And that's great. But like anything new, we have to figure out how it works and understand it and practice with it. So that was part of the the genesis for us of building um, AARP smart driver tech. People were buying cars that had lots of new and different safety features that, frankly, we didn't understand how they work. And that wasn't an experience when someone purchased the car of how the car would drive and support you and or take control, for example, automatic braking. All those things are helping us be safe. So we developed smart driver tech to talk about 10 of those things that are emerging in vehicles that you can buy in the marketplace today. And then as those things change, we'll keep updating the curriculum to add in additional safety features. And all of those things are great for us, but it does take an adjustment. What is that noise? Why is my steering wheel vibrating? How is this supposed to help me driving? It's something we all try to learn. And even if you aren't purchasing a new car to own or leasing one, think of in terms of when you rent a car. I mean, you may rent a car that has this new technology in it that you don't understand. So it's important to understand how it works. It does help us be safer, but it takes a slight adjustment. So we keep up in our curriculum and we'll try to always add all the latest technology in so we can keep everyone informed about how to prepare and be ready to drive. Well, thank you for that tip. And I certainly could have used that in the early 2000s when the hybrid cars first came out. I had no idea what all those symbols meant and how to use it. And I have to say, when I got my first hybrid car, and this is the most embarrassing thing ever, I'm thinking, well, it's electric. And I ended up running out of gas and electricity and uh, had to go get my gas tank filled. So so understanding the technology is really important. I want to ask each of you, is there anything else you'd like to share with us before we move on to close out on In Clear Terms? Yeah, I would just like to mention one thing, which is our newest offering, which is AARP Safe Trip. Uh, As we are trying to understand our own driving behavior, you know, there's an old joke that we all think we're better than average drivers, but we all have areas of opportunity or areas of improvement in our driving. Um, So AARP Safe Trip allows you on your smartphone to download an app. It will track and monitor your driving. And that data is yours. Many insurance companies are offering services like this, but AARP Safe Trip is just is not connected to your insurance and just gives you the information about how you're driving. It's also connected in a fun way to AARP rewards. You can earn points on the AARP rewards program for completing four and five star drives, which are safe and would say good drives. So it lets us get objective feedback on how we're doing and we can monitor how we're doing over time. So it gives the driver information and knowledge and power themselves to improve and to stay on the road safely and confidently as long as they can. Wow, that's really good information. Thank you for that. And I love that you mentioned that it's not necessarily attached to that insurance company, because I'm sure many people might be apprehensive if the insurance company was getting all the records of how they're driving. You you don't want every mistake you make to be <laughs> accounted against your insurance. That's right. This information is for the user to use and to help improve their knowledge and, and skills as they go forward. That's great. Great information. And Marv, any last words for you? Yes. uh, I've been a volunteer now for close to 13, 14 years. And I have to laud AARP for the fact that they have not 
allowed the program to remain static. Over this time period, I've seen three different versions of this course. Each time, it has become more and more appropriate to the vehicles that are on the road. So that when we as instructors teach, point out all this technology, we're always working with the latest information and we feel that we can give to the participants the very best that we have. Well, you certainly have been doing a great job and congratulations again on the remarkable work that you're doing with volunteering. Josh and Marv, thank you for joining us on In Clear Terms with AARP California. It's incredible to hear the resources and opportunities AARP's driver safety program provides. And I just can't believe how much information is out there. Can you please share with us one last time, if you're interested in taking a course or becoming a volunteer instructor with AARP, can you give us the information on how you might do that? The best way to find a course in your area is on our website at aarp.org forward slash find a course. And to volunteer, it's aarp.org forward slash volunteer now. Josh and Marv, thank you again for joining us on In Clear Terms with AARP California. It's incredible to hear the resources and opportunities AARP Driver Safety Program provides. In future episodes, we look forward to hosting experts who can shed light on critical issues in our state, how AARP California is working to ensure the voice of those ages 50 plus is heard, and how you, our listeners, can learn more and act on these important decisions. Thank you for listening.